Elevated Insights, a TCSD podcast. I am Dr. Mark Ernst, the superintendent of Tooele County School District. And today we have a whole group of people as we're going to talk everything Winter Tree Festival at Tooele High School. So joining me, I have Cammie Perkins, who currently works for Tooele City as her HR director. But more important, she is an alumni of Tooele High and helped get this uh, event started. Also joining us is Dana Emery, who is a teacher and here at Tooele High and the student government advisor, Cody Valdez, who is an athletic director and former student government advisor and star of the show, Emily Shepard, who is the current Tooele High School student body president. So everyone, let's give a collective hello. 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 Very good. Yeah, good job on that. All right. So Cammie, let's start with you. So my understanding is that this whole event got started when I think you were a student. Is that right? That is correct. Okay. So walk us through kind of the origins of how this Winter Tree Festival got started. Okay. Well, I'm going to date myself and give you some Mm -hmm. age statistics here. (laughs) It started with the class of 1993. So long time ago. And it actually took place in December of 1992. And back then, they did a a whole remix on how student government was going to work. We were really proud to be one of the first classes that got away from it purely being a popularity contest, and you actually had to put in ideas. That's not to say that you were not popular, though. (laughs) It's debatable. (laughs) Put it that way. But you had credentials also. Yeah, we had to do some credentials, and we we were very privileged that we were under the leadership of Mr. John Olson. Oh, yeah. And he wanted to really take student government in a different and influential direction. So he challenged all of us with our materials and in the beginning to pretty much present how we were going to make a difference. And so that first group of student body officers were coming up with different ideas. And uh, one that came was, let's do a festival of trees and we can get all the different clubs and the activities and all these kids together to decorate trees to match kind of their club and then we will pick a winner, and the winner will be decided by votes with money. So the goal was to raise money that first year and then to donate the tree to a family along with whatever money we gained. We would divide that equally that night at their welcome reception. It was kind of fun because we were all gung-ho, and I had the privilege of presenting this to Principal Larry Harrison. Oh, yeah. Another great man, right? The class yeah. of 93, we had some great people there. And, and Mr. Olson now, the mayor of Vernon. Touche. We'll yeah. put that there. <laughs> he moved on to bigger and That's better right. and That's more right. responsibility. Yeah. 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 So he taught student government and now he's serving in government. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but when we went in and we, I, I met with Principal Harrison with a couple of other of our student government advisors and told them we had this great idea and that we were going to get the kids involved and it would just be a real bonding experience for the high school. And he smiled and he looked at me and said, Cammie, I'm gonna support you, but I want you to have some realistic expectations. I'm not sure it's gonna be pulled off how you think it's gonna be pulled off. So that was the beginning. Uh, years later, in my current profession, I actually had the opportunity to work with Principal Harrison as a coworker and we laughed and one of the greatest joys was him saying how wrong he was. Mm because none of us imagined or could have ever imagined what would happen over these 30 years. And it's been really neat to see the different advisors and students that 
took what was our vision and what we thought would be our legacy for the class of 93. They come and go, right? As teenagers, you have these great ideas. Um, but it really became a legacy with Tooele High School. So yeah. that's the beginning. That is amazing. So that's and a great segue into kind of how the, the event has evolved. Cody, maybe we'll ask you, because how many years were you the advisor for? So I've been the advisor here, I think, for seven years. Okay, so if we go back 30 years, well, you also were here as a student. So I you've did been participate with, yeah. with this program as a student as well. So talk to us about how it's changed. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. Um, you know, I, I think for the most part, there really has been very, very few changes. The, the program is still designed to sponsor families that are in our community that need a little bit of extra support, especially at this time of year. Um, and that's been the overall goal since its inception. Um, I was actually talking to my mom about this recently, and a big thing that she remembers that she loved about the Winter Tree Festival when it was first started, that it was a requirement that the trees had to be real trees. Um, now it's the exact opposite. Now they have to be artificial trees, and there's various reasons for that. But the one thing that I know my mom loved was the fact that the entire school, especially that area where the trees were set up, but the entire school smelled like a forest. Oh, it smelled yeah. like Christmas time because yeah. of the, the real trees that were used. Um, you know, but honestly, aside from that, I mean, really the concept is, is still the same and we, we still support families. The, the clubs still do all the work. They, they get all the presents. They decorate the trees. They wrap the presents. They um, do all that. The student government helps coordinate all that and then delivers those presents to those families uh, at the end of the week. So so the presence is actually something that was not part of the original oh, okay. first year. Um, as you heard me say, we, we just did the cash and yeah. we had sponsors uh, that helped us with the live trees. There were actually different grocery stores. It was cheaper back then to get a live tree. Um, but we didn't do all of the presents and the full sponsorship. So that, I think, got added maybe the next year or the following year with those other classes. That is one that changed. And your mom loved the smell. We did not like all of the pine needles. Yes. And it was done on carpet. And so that was one of the reports we had to write. And they said, no more live trees. And apparently the fire inspector didn't like that either because they got kind of dry. Um, and the other thing that was really funny that we did notice change from there was when we delivered them that first year, most of the trees were too big to fit into people's apartments. Oh, wow. So we had saws out in the backyard, little handheld saws, <laughs> trying to cut these trees that were all pre-decorated to get them put in. So it's definitely been improved upon from those original years to yeah. make it more efficient and Safer, so, I guess you'd call so it. So, Cammie, how many trees do you think that first year? Yeah, so I do remember that, ironically. We were in the high 20s. I'm thinking about 28 trees is what we ended up donating. Okay. Um, but we ended up having over 30 on exhibit. So back in that time, we had a Carol LaForge uh -huh. as our drama teacher, and mime was a really big deal in the 90s. So we had a a full Christmas tree decorated where everything was suspended and hung from the ceiling. And it was one of our award winners, believe wow. it or not. It raised a lot of money that year. And then there were a couple that were done that uh, just weren't intended to be donated or part yeah. of it. Kind of like, I think the office did a last minute entry and that was fun. But yeah, we've, we've stayed about that yeah. amount. Dana and Emily, how many trees this year? We had 37 families sign up, and they could ask for a tree or not. Okay. Um, but the clubs 
that we assign them to, the clubs that sponsor them, they can choose to put a tree up whether or not the family wanted to. So at least 37. At least 37 trees. And my guess is uh, those trees just don't magically appear one day. So there's a lot of planning and prep that goes into that. So let's talk about what it looks like right now for you today to get ready for this event. There's a lot that goes into it. Me and the other student body officers, we work for about three months trying to figure out what we're going to do, how we're going to do it, and exactly. Like, it's a very detail-oriented job. So me specifically, I'm in charge of collecting all the presents from the variety of clubs. So all of the clubs come in. They bring all of their presents for all of the kids and their family to the student government room. And so then I have to then organize it by color groups and numbers. And when we go and deliver it, then it can be shipped to the right place. So there's a lot of detail that goes into it for yeah. sure. And Dana, do you just turn it all over to the students? What, what's your role as the, the, the advisor? Um, well, I'm fortunate enough to work with um, Mrs. Ward. Uh-huh. And we're kind of like yin and yang. <laughs> um, we balance each other out. And uh, Cody's work in the past... It, He's got it set up so a lot of things are done electronically. Um, I handle the intake so the families communicate through all of the um, forms that Cody has set up electronically um, that is transferred into a spreadsheet and we try to um, keep family names confidential. Mm -hmm. And so I handle a lot of that. We allow one person to work with us. Um, and that's a delivery person because they have to input the Google Maps. And so we are so fortunate because I can't even imagine. Yeah, we didn't years have ago. Google Maps back then. <laughs> so, Nor did we have electronic yeah, back yeah. in 93. So they, um, the families will fill out a Google form. It transfers into this maddening spreadsheet that Cody has magically developed, which has been super helpful. It's a lot of detailed work we assign um, based on the spreadsheet we assign to each club that has, you know, wanted to be involved. Um, And then from there, the clubs and the kids take over. Um, We even have like a fundraising club. We were fortunate enough that um, Chris Sloan with Energy Solutions Mm -hmm. uh, has been a huge contributor. Uh, We have another anonymous donor who helps us provide um, food vouchers from Macy's. And so our families are getting $75 to do some grocery shopping. That's amazing. So Mrs. Emery, something that just stood out to me, Energy Solutions was one of the original sponsors. Really? Charlie Roberts was a similar position to Mr. Sloan now, and that was one of our sponsors that helped us back in 92. That is remarkable. To even pull this off. So I think we need to give a tribute to them for helping with some of the financial background all these years as well. Because it does cost money. Yeah. Let's talk a little about some of the lives that have been affected by this. Is students go in and uh, deliver these gifts, and who wants to share maybe what things that they've noticed that the families are grateful for? I have direct contact with the families because I am the one that reaches out to them for the meet and greet. If there's questions about sizes, um, trees, anything, I, I have that contact with them. Just the emails that I get back, they're like, they're so grateful. That's just the little bit that I've seen in in just my initial into this program. And so I'm sure Cody and Emily could probably speak more to, you know, what they see, what you guys have seen in the past with your contact, and then when you guys actually go and deliver. Yeah, I'd love to hear some of that. I think the, the what very similar to that over the years working with these these individuals and, and hearing seeing those emails and the phone calls afterwards 
And we would get letters from these families that would just say how without this program, they would not have had a Christmas. We've had many great opportunities to go into these families' homes. And I think Emily can speak to this a lot, the, the experience I have as students as well. It humbles me to be able to go into some of these homes and see that these these families are truly in need of these things. And to know that you know, our, our goal every year is to reach out to 50 families. Um, this year is a, a bit down, and then we don't know why. Uh, maybe it's a good thing. There's not as many applicants. Um, but in the end, like last year, I think we had 54 families last year. To know that there's 50 families in our community that need that support and to be able to be just a small part of that. You know, it is about the students. The students do so much of the work, as, as Ms. Emery said. The advisors would do the setup, but the students are the ones that, that put that together and to see the impact that they have on these families when you walk into their home in very humble circumstances um, and how grateful they are. I love watching the little kids get a little emotional. Yeah, watching little too. kids who come running up to the student government kids that are delivering these these trees and presents and just how much they appreciate it. And it's, it's just great to see, you know, watching them at the, the meet and greet event where the families are invited to come and that interaction. And I'm sure that's a big part with, with Emily can talk about yeah, too, is, sure. is that interaction with those kids that they just, it's, it's just such a neat experience to, to see and to, to see how much that impacts their families. Yeah. Emily, you want to talk a little bit about that? Um, yeah, for sure. So I think easily one of my favorite days of the year is present delivery day. Like I love to see the tears of joy that happen when I hand them a box full of Christmas. It really makes me show the impact that I'm making and the impact that Tula High School is making. And I would say another a really big factor would be the meet and greet. I'm able to spend over an hour with this family that I started from beginning. I say, oh, I have a five-year-old girl that loves the color blue. And so then I shop for this girl and I get her Christmas tree and I get her ornaments and I get her clothes and I get her books and I get her toys and then I get to meet her and that's really amazing to see. I love interacting with the families and then the meet and greet we get to frost cookies and we get to make ornaments and it's really special to me just to see that I can be a part of a change. That's remarkable and, and uh, such a cool thing to have right here in Tooele. What are some other stories that you've heard as far as students and maybe Cami, you can talk a little bit about how it's impacted you over the years and in Cody were seven years being the advisor. So what are some other uh, experiences that our students have had as we've shared this experience? Considering that two or three of us are in tears here around the table, which you guys can't see. Um, I think that it's an experience that impacts those families and helps us understand that sometimes it's situational. It's my neighbor. I always say, you know, we're all one doctor's appointment away from a disaster in our family. Um, it's been the students. You can tell it's us as adults and advisors that have been able to be part of this initiative and one of the things that makes Tula High School just great. Um, my joy has been raising my kids and having my children now go through Tula High School. You know, Cody, when you were saying you were a student uh, that's gone through, uh, my children weren't involved in student government. They're, they're more the FFA type route, mm -hmm. but they know how to haul trailers. <laughs> and when the call came that they needed people to drive trucks and trailers for delivery, they didn't know what they were signing up for. And it's a little bit selfish, but I think every one of us can relate to this. But when we're driving about and one of them says, well, you know your mom's who started this, right? And then go, why didn't you ever tell me? And just to have them say, mom, that was really cool. All they did was drove the trailer. They didn't even go in with the family. 
Well, that's one of the experiences is I think that it's been generational now yeah. and really has been a legacy and inspired, you know, dads and moms, everybody gets involved together. And that's what really to me is neat seeing so many and, and hearing about Emily's experience and her sister and you know, her mother would have been involved yeah. and that it's gone from year to year. I think for me, I've already kind of spoken on the impact it has on those families. Um, Tears again. <laughs> <laughs> so many of us teachers and advisors at Tool High School with these amazing kids at the high school, student government leaders, um, club leaders, you know, FFA, um, DECA, FBLA, HOSA, so many of these different clubs that we couldn't make this possible. It, it would not be possible without all of our clubs, all of our sports teams that are involved in this. When I speak with a lot of kids um, their senior year and we, we talk and reminisce about their four years of high school, it's amazing of how many students graduate Tool High School and say one of their best and proudest memories of Tool High School is being a part of the Winter Tree Festival. It, it just blows me away. We had a, a great individual last year, a former student government member, who really helped to donate to our program last year and helped rally some of his colleagues to do that as well. And then this was Kyle Palmer. Um, he wrote a letter to our student government kids and wish I had the letter here. I, I still have the letter, but I wish I had it here and share moments of that. But he shared and he wanted me to read that to our student government students about the impact that he feels, you know, 15 years later, um, that impact that, that he still remembers about the Winter Tree Festival and it affects him today. And that to me is huge to see our, our young people, our teenagers who give so much of their time, so much money, they donate the presents themselves in many situations. They help raise money. And to see that, that leadership opportunity that we have hundreds of students at Tool High School involved and rally around this to benefit our community. That's absolutely amazing. In speaking of the community, if our community members, if our listeners, if they want to get involved, how can they do that? Who do they reach out to? What's the best way for our community members to get involved in this festival? I would be your main source. So um, call the high school and ask for Dana Emery or just email dmery at 12schools.org. And that would be the best thing. And after we shut down our application process, I actually had a couple of people uh, reach out to me afterwards, and we had already had all of our clubs assigned. And I said, oh, please just hold my number for next year, and we would love to be a part of your Christmas next year as well. So That's amazing. I want to end where we started 31 years ago, and that's with you, Cammie. Paul, after I'm sitting for this crowd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Cammie, I just think of the pebble that you threw in the middle of a pond 31 years ago and it's still rippling today. Yeah. I think it hit me today. Yeah. Talking to you guys. Yeah. How does that, uh, how does that make you feel? Well, I'm honored to be the person here representing the class of 93 and to make sure it goes on record that it wasn't just me like yeah. that. It same thing. It took a handful of coach bowels. Your cheerleading advisor was one of those original student government officers as well on this program and you probably saw me tearing up a little bit but you think 30 years and all of the families we've got and 30 years of um, 31 years now of student government students and multiple different advisors as I'm sitting around the table that's been touched with us 
I'd like to say Mr. Olson and Mr. Harrison, I think we lived up to your expectations as a class. I hope we exceeded your expectations. I don't think any of us would ever expect that when he said, leave your legacy, that we left our forever and forever in Tooele by making a mark that would influence our community and that would survive and just grow and flourish and be loved even more by our families and our students and our organizations and parents. And um, it's something I think all of us from Tooele High School will be proud of for a long time. So it's very humbling and it's my honor to be here representing the class of 93. Well, thank you, Cami, Dana, Cody, and Emily for joining us today. And thank you to all of our listeners. This has been a wonderful podcast, maybe my favorite. Each one kind of becomes my favorite, but this, is, this has been a great podcast. And thank you to all of our listeners. I encourage you to like and subscribe to our podcast. We love five-star reviews. It really helps to get the word out and let your uh, friends know about Elevated Insights and to join us on the podcast. Thank you so much for listening and remember to elevate yourself by elevating others.